You're listening to Two Confidential Mess, the podcast with me, Patricia, and Julia. In this podcast, we're going to talk in a non-structured way about the crazy or non-crazy experiences we have encountered growing up and adulting as an Asian Indonesian in America. Hi. Hello. <laughs> hello. Is that the media way of saying hello? Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Here we are. Back. Episode 8. Ding. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, another week, another episode. Another episode. Hopefully, we'll be more direct this time. And like, unlike our last episode where... We talked about other stuff. <laughs> there was no structure last episode. We just talked and talked. I mean, I'm sure we never have any structure. This episode, I'm sure we're not going to have any structure either. But hopefully, it won't go on on like a tangent as bad as last week episode. Yeah. But hopefully, you still like last week episode anyway. If you didn't know, if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to last week's episode. But for this week, we're gonna go back to talking about ourselves, our interesting selves, our interesting shelves. Um, because you know, because we can. It's our podcast, so we can do whatever we want. Exactly. You stop. <laughs> for this one, we're kind of gonna go back to like I guess where it all begins. Um, we've talked about like our experiencing of transitioning what's difficult and what's not difficult when we first arrived into the US but we I don't know if we ever talked about like the why the how the when so we're going back to even more beginning why we're here why we're here so I think we mentioned before I came in around year 2000 and then you came when then 2005 2005 mm-hmm. so five years later Nanda decided to come to the US well, I'm sure we all kind of like have a different story as why we came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And what kind of life we had back in Indo that made us come here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came, you know, I came around the year 2000. It was, it was kind of summerish, I think. I want to say it was like 2000 after my birthday. Because I just remember I had a little bit of vacation and then not too long after I started school. So when I came, my dad was already here. Mm-hmm. I was brought to the U.S. with my uh, dad's sister's family. So my aunt's family, um, her husband and her son. And then me. And then we flew in from Indo to U.S. And we used the reasoning of vacation. Which is a a normal thing for Indo people back then. Mm -hmm. You're going on vacation. And then somehow you kind of overstate, I guess, the process is Mm -hmm. that. My aunt and uncle, obviously, they went back um, with their son. They went back to Indo. But that's how I got here. I came here not on my own. I didn't fly solo. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were so young. (laughs) Yeah. How did you get here? Did you fly by yourself? No. Actually, my dad came here first back in 2004 and then i remember i came here probably like june or july of 2005 but my mom um has been here because my mom left indo earlier which is around april but the same year of 2005 uh the reason why i came in a little late because i had to finish school because in indo school actually done around june or so so i had to finish um that year and get everything translated and organized and stuff so that's why i left indo a little bit later 
but it was that year's birthday was actually like the saddest birthday of my life because my mom used my birthday as uh, like a farewell party with all of my families and stuff so she invited all of my families uh my mom's uh siblings and all that my cousins stuff like that and then you know technically that it was for my birthday but it was more for like it was like more of a going away uh party for my mom and for me um so originally i was gonna fly by not by myself but when with one of the family um who already live in philly so because i think their daughter one of the daughters actually came in like was about to fly in to the states as well around the same time i uh we were planning to fly me in so that happened that was already all planned out but nothing set in stone Mm -hmm. and i think a month or two months before like probably a month i think i know my mom was already here in the states at the time Mm -hmm. but they always you know they called us because i have a brother I lived with uh, my aunt. So it was my aunt, me, and my brother in a house that we rented. Um, so my parents obviously already here. And every week they would call. Sometimes like um, multiple times a week. But back then, we didn't have like messenger or, yeah. you know, back then um, was like WhatsApp or anything phone like that. Cards, you have things. Yeah, you have to buy cards. And it has like whatever hours in there. Yep. But when it's out, it's out. So I didn't know that my brother actually uh, talked to my parents. Because at the time, my brother only had a year left um, before his bachelor's uh, degree. He was studying um, to be an architect at the oh, time. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he, w- he was only like, yeah, it was only like a year or or, or and a half, like a year mm-hmm. and a half left uh, of his study. But he talked to my parents how even if I left, even if he stayed he wouldn't be able to focus because being apart because we've never been apart from each other is always just me and my brother like for years and years and years so he said even if i stay i don't think i'll I'll be able to finish i will not graduate because i'll fail because i won't be able to study and do good and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff so might as well just me not finishing up and just leave the country and go with you guys you know or go to you guys so i don't know how exactly that went down but next thing i knew my mom was like oh so you're flying in with your brother i'm like what he's coming (laughs) so he ended up coming with us so it was me and my brother just the two of us so my mom didn't use her friend um with her daughter you know and me to fly here so it was me and my brother we flew in my brother at the time already passed 21 okay so he's obviously already an adult adult so it was a little bit easier for me um at the immigration anyways yeah uh because if he's still underage obviously it's no good (laughs) um but because he's you know is over the age of 21 so everything was good but again when we applied for a visa um my brother was actually the one who applied for visa me and my mom we were just tag along because my (laughs) this is so bad i don't know if it actually works now but this is how it works back in the days to get visa from indonesia to um to get a u.s visa from indonesia because mm-hmm. we use like a travel agent mm-hmm. um and we use travel agent so this travel agent actually made a letter that stated my brother is actually part of an art um community that is being sent to the u.s to perform oh my 
none of that happened. It was not a legit, like the whole group was not even exist. Oh. <laughs> so we use that, um, use the letter. I don't know if that, maybe the group is actually legit. So if they have, if they wanted to check, they'll check. Because in Indo, you can do anything. You can say you're, you know, you went to the moon. <laughs> As long as you can pay for it, it and uh-huh. someone will give you a statement. Yeah. Someone will give you a statement saying you've been to the moon and there's a picture of you in the moon. I'm dead. You know? Um, so anything was possible. And it's still possible in Indo. So I think the group and the letter are probably legit. But the travel agent probably pay this group saying that, hey, if someone called from U.S. Embassy um, asking for this person saying yes he's part of your group type of thing so we applied there um so my brother again my brother was in a art group or whatever was about you know is going to perform in the states that's why he needs visa but he wants his sister and his mom to come with him that's why the three of us applied together because my dad obviously already here because my dad came here a year before mm-hmm. um they bought it and they give us visa so that's how we all started <laughs> Don't do that today. Do it. Because <laughs> it might not work. Don't, we don't do know. it. Don't do it, it might not work. You know, because I think now nowadays it's super hard because a lot of people do that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people used to do that. That's why now it's very strict. Like, they'll go over your bank statement, make sure it's legit, make sure you have X amount of money in there, and blah, blah, blah. So... Yeah, that's how we got visa and that's how we came here. <laughs> it worked that time. Yeah. For me, I don't know like the whole whole story because I was still little. Um mm-hmm. I didn't obviously I didn't process my visa and my dad was already here. Um he's been here for a little bit already with his other siblings, my uncle and my aunt. Um so he was already here, so he couldn't process my stuff. The one that processed it was his sister, my aunt. Um, because in Indo, they're actually, I guess, they're considered as wealthy, I want to say. like Because they have a whole lot of uh, successful businesses and stuff like that. So their reasoning was that they're going on vacation. And they were taking me with them, their niece. Because I guess I was close to their son. But there's definitely some lying and paper lying and like some stuff that was going on for sure. Because from like my dad was telling me that after my visa was like that got approved easily. Just because they have a business and they're leaving their other three daughters. You know like they have a home. They have a good business. There's no way they're going to stay. Yeah because they're well off in Indo. They have businesses. They have a house. Mm -hmm. um, And like it's just not. It's impossible that they're going to stay there but with me on the other hand like they're taking a niece that i guess that at first they approved it all but i guess somehow they found out that my dad was already in the u.s Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of weird that my dad has been in the u.s and then all of a sudden i'm going with this other family going to the u.s too and then there's no record of my mom in indo yeah so it was like it was kind of like all sketchy i guess but they didn't figure it out until later until the visa was already approved mm-hmm. so the visa was approved paperwork came out i got it and they called us back to like oh we have to give you this other paperwork to make it complete because we forgot to do this and that but i guess my aunt was smarter than that mm-hmm. or her husband was smarter than that and they didn't believe it 
and we never showed up where all that was and we just ended up buying tickets and we were able to go because the visa was out the passport was out it's a valid visa yeah it's a valid mm-hmm. visa so we never went back because if they we went mm-hmm. back they probably would have said can you give me your paperwork and they would have probably canceled it instead mm-hmm. so at the end we just left we never showed it back up smart don't lie <laughs> um it's probably not gonna work these days yeah but back then it worked you know yeah. like and these days i mean if the embassy calls you and you don't show up they might just come to your door back then they yeah. probably wouldn't do that yeah. but like but now it might, it's we're living in a whole different time and i think like the whole you know lie things like every everyone everyone who's you know everyone who's here right now i'm pretty sure they've lied mm-hmm. to get their visa because obviously you ask for a visa to the states, not saying that you're gonna stay. You're gonna say that oh I'm I'm you know I'm going there to visit because it's always been my dream. Yeah. Or maybe like my brother excuse you're part of something that you have to come here, you know, and things like that. So please don't judge us. That's just how. <laughs> it was just how. It that's was. just how we. Like, that was the how it was. Like yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's how it all started for me um yeah i was what so i i was 15 i was 15 at the time so everything because indo at the uh, you know back then it's still in terms of like technologies and things like that indo was still behind right. you know so i remember i flew here with a, a korean airline okay and we we stopped we had a layover in korea for it was a long one because flights were flight at the time were expensive like flying from indo to the states it could, it's probably like 1500 a person um so it was it was a long layover it was like 11 hours or something like that but my brother handled all the money obviously because i was still young so my brother handled all the money so my parents sent him money and stuff like that so i told my brother because i oh i love korea since i was you know i was in indo i've i've watched a lot of korean drama you know um so i've been wanting to go to korea and we're we were in korea mm-hmm. we just were in it we were in the airport <laughs> <laughs> i got the country right but the, but we were in the airport so i asked i was begging my brother please can we take a tour because there is like a 10 hours eight hour six hour tour just around the city mm-hmm. but my brother was being you know cheap he's like no it's expensive and stuff like that so for 11 hours we walked from one gate <laughs> to the other because that was your tour that gate was to my tour that was my tour of the airport because i think it has like that airport had 50 or 60 gates so we just you know because indo doesn't really have like that thing what is it uh the one that kind of like uh an escalator but it's straight it's not like going up yeah 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 so yeah so indo didn't have that at the time so for us it was like oh my god that's like the coolest thing ever so we hop on there and we hop off and we hop on (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and then i remember i don't it's too bad that friendster is actually no longer exists (laughs) <laughs> because back then, like, Friendster is, like... The Facebook, Facebook of today. Yeah. And... Or else, if I can have access to my Friendster, there's actually pictures of me drinking out of a water fountain in front of, like, the bathroom. But because I thought it's, like, the coolest thing ever. I'm dead. I was like, oh, my God. I remember I told my brother, can you take a picture of me? <laughs> I'm dead. That's drinking so out of the water fountain. It's the, it's the cutest thing. At the time, it was cute anyways. Now it's like, girl, get some grip. 
dead. But at the time, it was like, because it's like a whole new world to me. Like, the airport was so clean, and everything was just so tidy, and like, oh my god. Like, you can actually, like, lick the handles, because it was so shiny. Like, that kind of thing just didn't exist in Indo. Like, Indo is just so filthy, like, so dirty. <laughs> Even like to breathe in, you just like, you kind of don't want to because you just breathe in like all the nasty stuff. I'm dead. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cute. It was pretty cute. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you came, did you know that you were going to stay or like, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I didn't really know like why. I'm pretty sure like, I know like the idea of like, we wanted a better life mm-hmm. here in the States. But I don't really know like what triggered the whole, move. you know, thing that my parents be like, hey, let's move to a different country. Like, I don't know what triggered it, mm-hmm. but I know like we wanted, you know, they obviously they wanted a, a better life for me and my brother and so for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because my back home, my dad um, worked in the car business. Mm-hmm. So my dad worked in the car business, so that's what I'm like very familiar. I remember back in Indo, I can name like every single car there is in like on the road. Okay. Because you know I grew up like that. So, but my dad also the type of person who's very is who's like very brave, like very like if he believes in something, he would put all of his money on the table for what he believes in. Okay. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. <laughs> You know, so that's why growing up, our uh, financial situation was never like stable. Mm-hmm. I was always up and down, up and down. Um, so I, ex- you know, like I experienced not at the time because I was young. Mm-hmm. I experienced like painful thing as a as a as a small kid because you at you know when you were a young kid like when when I was you know when I was young I didn't I had no idea about my parents' financial situation. Right. All I knew is my friends can't afford things. Why can't I and why can't we do the same? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so especially like after school year, like after a school year ends, before school, a uh, new school year starts, people usually get their new shoes, new backpack, like the whole shebang. It never happened to me. Um, I, I remember a time when, you know, I even wear um, hand-me-downs for my brother, like shoes uniform you know sometimes backpack and things like that and sometimes i was mad you know because i like i said i had no idea about my parents financial situation i was so mad i was like well my friends all of my friends got new shoes why can't i get new shoes you know all they say is like no i can't like we can't buy you that but you're as a kid you just say like oh because you don't love me Mm -hmm. you know Without knowing that, well, their hearts is probably way more broken than your heart right. because they just, they want you to have it, but they just can't, you know? So now, like, looking at it, it's like, dang, you know? Because imagine if you're them, like, it's very painful for them to say no to you. But at the time, you're just like, oh, because they don't love me. Right. So they don't want to buy me things. So I've experienced, like, things like that. But at the same time, there's some, you know, like some time in my life where I experienced, you know, my parents would throw me birthday parties at like someone's villa, you know, or we had like a giant party and stuff like that. We had like multiple cars. Um, everything was just so easy. We went on vacation every week to like different city and stuff like that. Um, but again, there was also a time when we had nothing. Yeah. You know, so I think because of that, my parents decided to move. Okay, let's move here. 
start something new and start something new and things like that and also at the time my my dad was an alcoholic so he would come home like drunk i remember one time he came home and he lost his one of uh, one of his teeth what (laughs) yeah he came home it's just like one one tooth actually missing oh my god and like the next morning they were like dad what happened to your tooth like it's just gone right and then like a couple of days later when my mom was doing laundry she actually found a tooth inside of like his pocket oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so things like that and because um obviously you know when my dad come home like came home drunk obviously my mom would say something and because you know he's he was under influence Mm -hmm. so they fought a lot yeah so that's why whenever whenever my bro like when my one of my brother and I heard my dad comes home, like the car or the gate being open, mm-hmm. we just ran into our room and just pretended to be asleep. Oh wow! You know because we didn't want him to like yell at us or whatever and things like that. So yeah, and uh, like looking at that part of my life growing up to our lives now, that's what I'm like so grateful of how things are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes like when if if I talk to one of my Indo friends, um, my Indo school friends and stuff, they would ask me like, Oh, do you regret like coming here and stuff like that? I was like, No. Or if I went visit and one of my cousin asked me, So how do you like it living there or living here? I said, Living here. Like giving a living in the States, you know, it's not like I'm trying to forget Indo or like, you know, oh just because I'm like a US citizen, like yeah. don't call me Indo anymore. No, that's not it. It's just because like things are a lot better here for me and my family. Um, how our lives are just changed, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, completely than how it how they used to. That's good. It definitely went up. Yeah, for mine, it's it's different. I you knew you were going to stay. I didn't know I was going to stay. Like for me. I guess we had issues financially. Obviously, usually that's that's why Indonesian people ends up here is to stay is because of financial difficulties. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, in terms of financial problems, my dad never shows it. Um, again, like the same thing, like we were up and down because being in Indo, like a lot of the your financial means come from owning a business. And with businesses, it depends who you're doing business with yeah. or who your partner is and stuff like that. You know, that can make your business thrive or it makes your business fail. Mm-hmm. And I guess for my dad, at some point, um, like I guess it kind of like has a lot of why I kind of move around too. I guess when we were in, when I was born, when we were still in Jakarta, the business thrived. Uh, the business was doing well. We had, you know, we had cars, we had drivers, we had like, you know, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So the business was thriving. And I guess somehow, I don't know, maybe something was going wrong and stuff like that. So, um, and then supposedly my mother had to go back to Thailand because her mother was telling her to go back home and kind of stuff. And then I ended up going with her. But I guess along that rail, somehow the business went downhill mm-hmm. just a little bit. I don't know how, what happens. Like, it's something like, I know being Asian, like we just never talk about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But something happened along that line. I ended up going to Thailand with my mom. Mm-hmm. And then because he can't stay there because of this chicken business that he's doing i don't know what the heck he was doing but it was like it was good business and but he can't stay where i was Mm -hmm. but at the same time like my mom also won't go back to indo so because the business was i guess thriving enough he was able to go back and forth back and forth Mm -hmm. but 
although I was a kid, I was having some mental issues. Like, it wasn't good for me being in Thai because my mom was so busy doing whatever she's doing. I'm making troubles with the neighbor's kid, apparently. I'm hearing, like, stories. Apparently, I broke a kid's leg, a neighbor's kid leg, because I tied his... Yeah. (laughs) I was a bad child, apparently. We were playing around, and I tied his leg to my leg. We went on top of the table, and we jumped off together, and he broke his leg, but I was fine. (laughs) So... <laughs> I, I don't know, and the neighbor was mad. But at the same time, I was also having troubles as a kid because mm-hmm. my mom was always away. I was with my uncle and my grandma, but I was also often left alone. So I would be just like out in the neighborhood by myself. And like for some reason, like as a grown up, the memories started coming back, and like I just remember um what is it called like trying to get money from snacks and stuff by going to neighbors' houses and like help like um. Must like helping them because you know how like because I was little you know how like if you have your knees step on your back to kind of help you get like to kind of crack your back and stuff like that oh yeah 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 I was doing that I was helping people do that they would give me money and like coins and stuff so I can get snacks like I was doing like the weirdest thing or like I was helping them with like I probably didn't really help help because I was a kid but like supposedly doing their laundry and then they give me coins and I can get snacks because the neighbor kids I guess because I was breaking this one kid's leg the neighbor kids won't really play with me because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're afraid that I'm gonna break their legs I don't know so like I guess there was some type of like loneliness as a child mm-hmm. um, because my mom was always away and then I was just by myself and doing all that like I think I was having like a lot of issues kind of mentally mm-hmm. and then my dad was telling me that I was doing I was doing so bad in school but and then every time my dad comes and visit for like that how many months that he can stay I was doing so much better in school and then as soon as he left mm. I was doing bad again like I guess it was kind of like something was affecting me so at the mm-hmm. end like I guess because the business was doing good he decided that okay let me take her with me because the business was doing good mm-hmm. I can I can I can do it, you know, like, you know, I can just raise her. So, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, I guess, the, ch- the mind of a child. Um, he asked me, do you want to stay here or do you want to come with me and eat soto? I think it was soto. No. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Either It was either soto or it was rawon. But, like, it's one of those Indonesian soup dish. So he was like, do you want to stay with me? Hey, do you want to come with me and eat soto or do you want to stay here? And I chose Soto. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up leaving with my dad. And we didn't even tell my mom, like my mom, that we were leaving. Mm. I think we told her once we got to Indo. And we told her, he called her and said that I have her. She's staying with me. I guess the business was doing well. We're like, you know, we lived together. We, at that point, we were in Surabaya because that's the original where my dad was from. Mm -hmm. So we stayed, we were doing all right. But, and then I guess something went downhill and he had to leave. He went to America and he chose America because his siblings was already here. Okay. So it was easier. So I ended up living with my aunt for a little bit. Um, and then with my grandma, but he wasn't planning to stay here. So that's why, like, I didn't know I was coming here to stay Mm -hmm. because even my dad didn't think he was going to stay. Yeah. He was like, he was going to go there for six months, make some money to just kind of, um, you know, get some more money and probably come back and start business again, mm-hmm. like some type of other business. Because that's just like, in no mind, it's just business mind, you know? Mm-hmm. But because things went awry with my aunt and uncle and, and their immigration status, the only way to kind of dig them out of their immigration status issue and hole, my dad had to get involved. So because of that, he couldn't come back 
And again, like with me, I had issues. I have, I guess in a way, I have such a strong mind as a kid. Mm -hmm. And being away from my dad somehow caused me to do really bad in school. Mm -hmm. And like, I just remember I live with my aunt um, and her family. I was doing so bad in school. I wasn't being like good and stuff like that. And like, she wrote me a note or something like that. Or said to me that um, you have to do better. You can't act like this. You have to do better in school. Because if you don't do good in school, um, we're going to kick you out. Even though I was a kid, I was like, uh, you're going to kick me out? That ain't happening. I Instead, I packed up my bag and I walked myself somehow to my grandma's house. Hmm. And went into my grandma's house. And my grandma didn't know I was there for a whole week. Really? Like... Yeah. Whoa. I, I was like, I don't know how. Like, I, my mindset as a kid, I was really bad and really rebellious, but I had the will to survive on my own. Yeah. Like, that's what I kind of, like, got out of, like, I guess I didn't know what I was doing, but and then, like, as you grow up, you start to remember things because things trigger, like, old memories. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, damn. Like, I think I wrote her a note back and saying, like, you're not my parents. You have no rights over me you're not gonna tell me what to do like what what are we what game are we playing here like i don't know i guess somehow even though i was a kid i kind of understood certain things from certain way i don't know but like when i end up walking myself to my grandma's house and like starting to live with her and she knows and all that kind of stuff things were starting to get better for me Mm -hmm. um like school wise i was still doing pretty bad but Mental, mental wise, I guess I was starting to become better because I ended up like somehow, um, I played badminton, I went to school and I wasn't good in subject school, but I liked doing the activities and they had badminton club and I stayed after and I was doing that. And I w- that was something that I was actually really good at. And at that point of like, of my life, I was actually like all right with being my grandma and like my dad not always around stuff like that. Like I was okay with that. Um, because I guess, like, I found Batman to be, like, a really good reliever, Mm -hmm. and, like, like, because I was good at it, too, and, like, um, I was okay, but, and then, of course, when my, you know, your dad goes, do you want to come here Mm -hmm. and be with me? Of course, I chose to go, like, why wouldn't I? And, like, you know, um, he was like, you know, come here, uh, come for vacation and stuff like that, but again, like, he didn't even think that he was going to stay. So when I went there, I didn't think I was going to stay. But for some reason, people around... Like, I didn't think I was going to stay. I literally thought I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. But, like, other people, I guess they knew that I was going to stay because I I guess they registered me out of school. Like, they took me out of... Completely out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just like, um, she's going to register for the following year. She's going for the summer. Now, like, literally, they took me out of school. So, like, other people, apparently, like, the other grown-ups knows. Like, the other teachers. I'm like, you're going to be okay. You're going to you're gonna really like it there stay there be good and stuff like that but i was like i'm going on vacation mm-hmm. <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> like i didn't know anything like i was just like my head i'm just like eh, i'm going on vacation but when i got here it wasn't like i wasn't going on vacation i was here to stay but i didn't mind it like the only thing i kind of like mind was that sometime i thought about was that because at that time like although batman was my reliever i was super good mm-hmm. and there's two badminton team in Surabaya, um, I forget what they're called, like, I think Wisma and, like, Naga something, or I don't know, uh, back then, at least, they were good, I don't, they were, like, really good badminton clubs, I don't know about now, um, I think I actually registered and trained with Wisma, but my school had coaches from the other club, so they won, like, and, like, the other club, 
actually wanted to steal me from the club that I was already in. And like they wanted to actually train me for to practice for the Olympics. Dang. Like that's only regret in life is that what if I stayed would have gone to the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only thing. But then I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I'll live. <laughs> I'm here. I'm with family. Yeah. <laughs> Versus like over there, I had so much issues mentally because I was so alone. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm like, being around family, it's a lot better. But that's how I got here. Why I'm here. I thought I was going on a vacation. <laughs> it's a long vacation since. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they bought the ticket, they bought a return home ticket for me. I don't know if you, they bought a return home ticket for you, but there was a return home ticket. Yeah, I so think I literally legit thought I was on vacation. The trick, when the reason why they purchased like a return ticket, because if you... Like, obviously, you have to go through custom, right? So, when from, you know, from my end, the reason why they purchased um, return tickets. So, when you go through custom here in the States, at the time, I was actually arrived in JFK, New York. When they ask you why you're here at the custom, um, you usually give the same excuse. You know, I'm here on vacation and blah, blah, blah. And you usually... My travel agent actually like printed out like hotel reservation and things like that. So if you have a return ticket for let's say 10 days, for like 10 days later, it's more believable for them to let you in the country because oh, you're going to you have a ticket for to return home 10 days from now. But if you only buy a one-way ticket, they'd be like you didn't purchase a return ticket. Are you going to stay and work here? You know, and things like that. So that's why they purchase return tickets. So it's more believable. Because, yeah, because you might have, obviously, at you know, we, we already got our visa. But if they don't let you in, they can return you home. So that's why it has to be. They, I think the reason why I know more, because I, I was older. Oh, yeah. So I think I, I kind of like processed, like I, I remembered the whole process. I kind of knew a little bit about the whole process because I was already like 15. Yeah. So I already like understood things and I knew things around me and things like that. Yeah. Like, I guess part of it is that I probably wasn't in a healthy state of mind anyway, even though so I was you were a kid. F- like, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, like, so my mentality was just like thinking of the good thing, which was... Oh, I'm getting to see my dad. Oh, I'm going on vacation. Let's just believe that because that sounds good. Then Mm -hmm. like, because rather than, because even like my, the bad memories of me doing this and that and being lonely, I didn't remember it when I was then. I I noticed that I figured that out when I was older, as I was able to process things and like, why am I like this? Why do I think about things like this? Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, this happened before. So like, probably i wasn't in a healthy state of mind so i didn't think about it in such yeah. deep detail or nor do i want to think about it in such a deep yeah. detail i was thinking about like i'm choosing to see the happy stuff which is i'm oh i'm going to a different country to go on vacation i have a return ticket anyway you know i'm going on vacation yeah my dad was here so i'm like oh i'm getting to see my dad i haven't seen him in a while yeah. so i haven't seen him in months so that was a happy memory you know like i get to go there and see And then, like, what I was kind of, in a way, was blessed with is though, like, I was moving around. I was having all these issues. But when it comes to stuff that I want or materialistic stuff, um, 
I don't think my dad ever tried to show that he didn't have enough to give it to me. Mm -hmm. um, and he tries to give it to me. And so, like, if I wanted Barbie dolls, he would get my aunt or somebody to buy me Barbie dolls and give it to me. Yeah. It was from him. Like, if I wanted something, you know, like, he would buy it. Because at that time, like, he was also... Wherever he was, the money was worth more anyway. Like, yeah. U.S. dollars was worth more than Indonesian money. So, mm -hmm. at that point, even though he doesn't... Like, in comparison to, like, American money, if you're as American, you're probably not making a lot. But if you're sending it home, it's a little bit... It's yeah. quite a good lump sum, you know? So, yeah. like, buying Barbie doll is something that he might have to struggle a bit, a little sparing here. But at least he can send it home yeah. and make sure that I have what I want. Yeah. And especially being away from you, you know, it's kind of like the way he showed that he's, you know, he cares. Yeah. So it's like, it's that kind of part of it. So it's like, one is the part that I probably in my own head, I don't want to see that I didn't think about. I didn't want to hear. I didn't want to look at the reality. And the other part of it is probably because he tried, uh, my dad tried his best to never show me the other side of it, you know? So yeah. I think that's on kind of like half and half, but that's how I got here. <laughs> Why I got yeah. here. <laughs> and we covered the when I got here. <laughs> And how, yeah, I mean, we covered everything, and it's it's like it's a very interesting topic, I think, because yeah. sometimes like when even when you're friends for so long, like mm -hmm. sometimes you just don't talk about this stuff, no, you know, like you don't know your you know the history of why you hear when you hear or even how. Because I guess often, like, for us, even when we hang out, we hang out in a group setting, and to talk about all this in a group setting, it's kind of a little weird, you know, like. Yeah. And in, even in that whole group, there's might be one or two person that you really don't want them to know about your life. Yeah. <laughs> but now everybody knows about our life <laughs> through this podcast. <laughs> but I guess like now is that we can talk about it because we're in a better place for ourselves. Exactly. That all those past and just all like just stories, you know. So this is like a normal, like our stories a lot of the time is probably the normal way of how to get to America back then. I don't know about now. Because we've been here for so long. We don't know how people get here. Why did they get here? But back then. Back then. This is it. <laughs> exactly. But like we said. Don't, don't try, try to do, do that. that now. Yeah. Because <laughs> it probably don't. It's not going to work. And please don't report us. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like. Remember 15 years ago. <laughs> They'd be like. Girl. Get out. It's, it's interesting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said. Like. We don't talk about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, you know, it's something new for us too, not just for you guys. But like some of the stuff that we talked about. We probably, um, we haven't even some, talked about it with each other. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, they were, they were a surprise to us as they're a surprise for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, I mean, this is real conversation. This is something that I'm pretty sure you want to know. Yeah. You know, like as let's say if you're american you want to know like how you know how the whole i don't know like how the whole immigration works. works yeah yeah because this kind of topic is just so sensitive that i know like even if you as an asian person got here the way same way that we do you probably never talked about it because it's again it's a sensitive topic yeah. but i guess we're kind of showing you that you're not alone this kind of story is real you're not the only one that's got here this way mm -hmm. well, and don't be embarrassed about it. I think embrace yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. You know, like even the the good, the bad. I mean, those happened. 
um, for a reason, you know, like those things happen in your life and it, you know, they led you to this life here in the States. Yeah. Or better lives, I hope, um, here in the States. Who you are today kind of like. Yeah. It's because of who you were before. And hopefully who you were today is someone who you're proud of. Yeah. The story, like all those past, it makes up who you are. So I feel Mm -hmm. like we should be proud of those stories. And if you're Asians and you're born here, don't be sad. I know you you miss the whole, you know, roller coaster of life. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just be thankful that you're born here. You didn't have to go through what we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. It was very deep. It was deep. But sometimes you got to take a break from the laughing and just kind of be real and, like... Yeah. I hope you guys thought it was good as well. Um, and hope we hope you enjoyed it. Um, but we're going to stop it here before we actually end up making this a little too long after all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like always, uh, if you like us, subscribe to the podcast so that way you know when, um, when we post a new episode. Tell your yeah. friends. Follow the social media stuff. Um, yeah, if you if you want more serious stuff, we can do that. Give us ideas. Let let us yeah. have a conversation. You know, leave us a comment, send us an email, something, and we'll see what we can do. Yep. For now, this is it, and we'll talk to you guys next episode. All right, bye-bye, bye bye, guys. <laughs>